Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. Last week, we talked about some of the virtues required of us in friendship, according to Proverbs. This week, we're going to look at some of the cautions. Still quite a few Proverbs that deal with this. So let's start with a couple in chapter 14, verse 20. The poor is hated even of his own neighbor, but the rich hath many friends. And 19.4, wealth maketh many friends but the poor is separated from his neighbor. All right, first principle here. Don't let wealth or position be a motivation for friendship. So don't pick out the wealthiest people or the most popular people or whatever and strive for friendship there. I think that our friendships should be a matter of prayer. It's like, Lord, who do you want me to seek out as a friend? Not ask the question, all right, here are all the people I know. Who do I want to be friends with here? Let me choose the cutest, the best, the most talented, etc., the wealthiest. No. But neither should you let poverty be the motivation for friendship. Here I think we have to be really careful because we might think we want to look really good by befriending the down and outers. And so we reach out to the down and outers, whoever they are, And then they become dependent on us very quickly, and we realize that what we were offering wasn't true biblical friendship. It was just something to make us look good, that we are so kind in bestowing our friendship on hurting people. This is really tricky and dangerous. So, Because then, if you realize you've overcommitted, and this is a very needy person, then it's very difficult to get out of that friendship. So be very careful. So I am not saying here, let me underline this, I'm not saying don't bestow your friendship on poor and needy people. Of course, of course we should. I'm just saying we should go in wisely and carefully and know what the boundaries are and where we're going and what we're trying to do, okay? And so be careful. Be careful that you don't Try to be friends with the rich. Don't you think they already have loads of friends anyway? Why? Why do they have so many friends? Well, because they throw the banquet and they pick up the tab. And so if you are friends with a wealthy person just because of the money, then you're a shallow person and you should repent and be careful about befriending the poor. Be very wise and careful, but by all means do. Yes, but know what you're doing. And be wise about it. And don't plunge into things without thinking it through carefully. Be brutally honest with yourself about this. Because you could be pursuing f- friendships with the rich or the poor just to make yourself look good and in different ways. So what's in it for you? Be brutally honest with yourself. Don't play favorites based on popularity or looks or money. Don't pretend to be friends with someone for what's in it for you, because they don't need friends like that. You know, sometimes the most beautiful women have very few friends because other women don't want to be around her. They feel uh, eclipsed by her beauty and talent, and they want to shine themselves or be the most beautiful in their group. And that just, 
that's just a worldly, fleshly way to pursue friendship. All right, second, uh, Proverbs 27.10. Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not. All right, you may not forsake your friend. You may not forsake your father's friend. Hang on to your friends. Be loyal. Don't start what you can't finish, which ties in with what I said earlier. Don't walk away when they need you most or when they have messed up. If they walk away from you, well, okay, let them. Don't chase them, but be prepared to welcome them back if they ever do come back. They see that you haven't changed. You're the same. So remember, this is your duty and obligation. If you are a friend, then you don't forsake your friend. You're committed. Proverbs 22, 24, make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man, thou shalt not go. It's a dangerous thing to be friends with someone who has a temper. Don't do it. Steer clear. This verse says, make no friendship with such a person. And let's just say there is a person who wants to be friends with you, but they have an unbridled temper. And they say, why don't you want to be friends with me? And say, well, it's because you have a bad temper. I, I don't, the Bible says not to be friends with someone who's angry. <laughs> How's that? How's that for an answer of iron sharpening iron right there? And secondly, don't marry a man who cannot control his temper. You will have guaranteed heartache ahead of you. A man has to learn to exercise self-control. So here's a side note. Mothers, bring your sons up to be self-controlled. Do not allow temper tantrums. When, you know, your little boy is playing baseball and strikes out and throws the bat and stomps off to the dugout, well, you will haul him. (laughs) Well, hopefully the coach will throw him out of the game. But when you get home, you will deal with that. That is not how we behave. Young men need to learn to control themselves. This is essential. And mothers, you play a very important role with that. You teach them to be tough from day one. But that's a whole nother subject, isn't it? So don't allow temper tantrums. It's just going to bear bad fruit and certainly not in your girls either. Don't let your daughters be friends with the female equivalent of this, the women who are emotionally up and down and sideways. Don't make friends with the kind of women who have to be handled carefully or they might burst into tears. Don't be friends with little storm clouds. Steer clear. I remember when I was teaching, I had a student once who would come in to the room. Well, I had more than one. I saw this male and female versions of this who wanted to control the atmosphere of the whole classroom by being sulky and looking angry. And I had to address this with each one of them, but it was very difficult. And it's like, steer clear of those people. Um, Don't be friends with them. Proverbs 27, 14. You'll like this one, and I bet you know this one too. He that blesseth his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him. All right. Be the kind of friend who is thoughtful. Waking your friend up loudly to bless her is no blessing at all. So be considerate. This is just another way of being considerate. Don't be self-centered in your friendship. Look out for your friend. Be a positive blessing, not a curse. Proverbs 17, 9, he who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. And Proverbs 16, 28 goes right along with this. A whisperer separates the best of friends. So beware gossip. 
in both ways. Don't listen to it and don't share it. And be the kind of friend who's careful with what you share. Because if you share things that you don't want passed along, then you are putting a burden on your friend. And so sometimes it's just better not to say anything. With a loyal friend, of course, there should be some things that you can be sure they will be wise stewards of. But at the same time, just be careful. Rather say less than you need to than more. Because a whisperer can wreck friendships. Don't be a whisperer. Don't share things back and forth that could wreck a friendship. Some girls do this to give themselves power over people. Well, guess what Susie said? Oh, I shouldn't tell you. You know, teach your daughters to be wise about this and not participate in gossip either by listening to it or sharing it. So be wise in what you share and even wiser in what you repeat. Jesus said, greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. That is the overarching characteristic of friendship, which we see in the Lord Jesus. He laid his life down for his friends. That's what Jesus did for us, and that's what he wants us to imitate. So this isn't just in the big sacrificial moments for us as we live our daily lives, but in just putting the interest of others ahead of our own. This is wanting our friend to prosper, wanting our friend to win the race or get the prize or ace the test. And it excludes a jealous competition or envy. All right? So loving your friend, laying your life down for your friend, means putting her first. It means putting up with interruptions and inconvenience. It means letting love cover a multitude of sins and not confronting over every little thing, but only the things that you've prayed over and you believe God does want you to speak up about. Maybe you have to write on the spot, but you can send up that SOS prayer as you go. Finally, Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So we're to treat all of our brothers and sisters in Christ this way. This is the standard. Finally, we're required to honor God above everyone else, above everything else. If a friend wants you to disobey God, she is not a friend. You cannot be friends with someone who wants you to sin. And you must not look the other way while your friend does sin. You have to hold her accountable. I've counseled students this way before. Like, so your friend cheated on her test. If you love her, you will say, I saw you cheating on your test. Or maybe she told you she cheated on her test. Say, all right, well, I'm going to give you a day to go confess it to the teacher and If you don't, then I'm going to, you know, or if she did something that broke uh, her parents' confidence or she disobeyed her parents in some way and you know about it, it's like, well, I'm going to give you a day to go confess it to your parents. And if you don't, then I'm going to tell them. This is holding your friends, you know, to godly accountability. All right. Now, if your friend says, come on, I here, here's the answers to the test. (laughs) and tries to get you to sin as well, absolutely not. You say, no, I would not do that. I'd rather get an F on the test than cheat. No, I'd much rather have a clean conscience before God and acknowledge that I'm not prepared and I wasted time and I didn't prepare so than to have this on my conscience. So 
That's a final thing we're going to cover with friends. Absolutely not. Do not be led astray by your friends. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. And blessings on all your friendships. (laughs) Bye. Bye.